All right. Am I muted? No, you are not muted, but you're a little staggered. We are live. A little frozen. No, I'm not muted. So maybe. Can you hear me? Okay, hold on. I'm going to move. I was outside. You know what? Let's try this. This is the beauty of live podcasting. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure. I, I couldn't really hear. So let me just get a light on here. So we are good to go. And it would help if, nope, something went out here. Oh, I think we got, we've been having power surges. So hold on. Let me go over here. We'll do this. There we go. Bright light. Back in my office. See, I tried to do something different for St. Patty's Day. Happy St. Patty's Day to everyone, to all our viewers. I thought it'd be cool to be outside. Let me go in the kitchen and, you know, power outage. So, anyways, good morning, everyone. It is Friday, and we know what today is. I'm wearing my green. Are you? It is St. Patty's Day. So, happy St. Patty's Day to everyone. It's Fantabulous Friday. Carol Sue, aka Naughty Boss, live with two. Sisters, hey, good morning, everyone. This is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0. Yes, St. Patty's Day. And as we woke up this morning, you know, Gary has Gayla Palooza on Friday mornings with his buddies. And, you know, and I thought, wait a minute, it's St. Patty's Day. It's a Friday. You can't eat meat. So don't forget, you can't eat meat. And then I thought, isn't that a shame? Those who um, our devout Christians, you know, Catholic, you know, that really is into the spirit, obviously, of the season. Can't have your, your corned beef today, sorry. That is true. However, to, to um, now most people still practice it that way because that's how we were brought up. Mm-hmm. But the Vatican, pre-Vatican II, I believe it is, did um, eradicate that, that the only uh, religious firm piece to giving up the meat on Friday is Good Friday. A lot of people don't realize that. But for the most part, there are a lot of churches, parishes across the United States and the world that still practice every Friday during Lent, no meat. But they actually did change that years ago. But I don't think a lot of people know about that. And it's kind of, again, we talk about forming good habits when we're young and habits only occur with repetition. So for those that are cradle Catholic, especially, that's what you were brought up with, that you never, during Lent, you never ate meat on Friday and that you fasted on Good Friday. Now, you know, with so many intermittent fasters, they will actually fast every Friday during Lent uh, and try to do a 24-hour fast, which I've done. I think I've done two 22-hour fasts. So not quite 24 hours, but I'm also mindful of going back to the habits that we learned as children because that's what's wrapped in my brain to not eat meat on Friday. Oh, and the other, excuse me, the other funny thing was, you know, obviously when dad was alive, when he was living with Gary and I on, on Sundays, he said that um, we had the day off from like we could during Lent and, you know, eat whatever we wanted to, like whatever we gave, gave up. And I'm like, I don't recall that. And he said, I don't oh, recall that too. I think that's something he came up with. I think that is something that he came up with. Because Gary brought that up to me last Sunday. And he says, oh, we can have anything we want to today. And I said, no. He said, Poppy said. 
<laughs> That's true. He did do that. And he did that in his later years. And, you know, God bless him. You know, he followed. Uh, he was a rule enforcer. You know, whatever it says, we do. So for him to bend the rules as he aged was kind of, it was cute. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. It, it certainly was. And speaking of breaking the rules, uh, you know, that's part of, you know, what I call the the healthy derailment mindset uh, off the chart, off the record, off the, off the journey. You got to kind of rope it back in. And it does happen. We so again, it's, you know, I look at Lent as one of those, uh, you know, the, a lot of people don't truly grasp the spirit of what Lent is really all about. It's about transformation. It's about you know, how our Lord struggled. And I I don't think it's meant to make someone feel like they have to struggle in the whole concept of giving something up. It's more about the deed of sacrifice. So if you take an action, whatever that action may be, not just even necessarily during Lent, but you commit to it, are you truly committed to the sacrifice? Because commitment is a sacrifice. You know, it could be something where you uh, are sacrificing, you know, that I'm not going to eat this specific thing because I'm going to really show how strong I am that I can give it up. Uh, Other pieces of sacrifice could be, be, be a mindset. You know, do I have patience? Do I have kindness? Am I practicing not just talking my faith or my health journey or my lifestyle or what I'm passionate about? Am I really living it by action? And we know, we talk about that all the time, in order to get the action to kind of sink in, absorb and follow through, that takes habit changing. And I think sometimes when we go through a period such as Lent, at least most Christians, is you're really trying hard to stick to it. Um, think Think of how long Lent is. Think about how many days Lent is, and it goes inside with really the whole mindset and body of action, trying to take on something new to form that habit. And we know that habits take a certain amount of weeks to really start to stick. So I think there's something said about why we do it. You know, there's, you know, I always say that there's things out there that we do in our lives, in our health, in our wellness, in our mindset. And it has to do with numbers to recreate, rewire. And I don't want to use the word reprogram, but we do have to reprogram our habits. And that's the only way we're successful in anything, whether it's taking on something that we're giving up for Lent. I also look at Lent as not just giving something up. I think of it as transformation of the heart, transformation of the mind, to understand and to sacrifice maybe looking outside the box. Even our mindset can be transferred if we are transformed, I should say. If we really, again, change the habit. Are you a person that wakes up miserable every day? And I actually ran, it it really came to light yesterday, ran into someone who was sitting in either 14B or 14C, no, 15, because they were behind me. So I was taken off. <clears throat> from Hartford, uh, Breeze Airways. And I love it that you, you, I'm always open to learning something new. So apparently when a flight is going out, they they frequently change the oil 
which would make sense. I mean, it's going, you know, revving up the engine X amount of miles per hour, whatnot, and doing a trip. And what happened is they, they changed the oil. So in Hartford, it was, it was very cold. So they ended up doing it in the morning, early in the morning. They're supposed to do it, I think, the night before. And that didn't occur. So we were supposed to take off at 8 a.m. That didn't occur, although we, we were boarded and on the plane probably about 8 by 8.10. So the, the pilot immediately came on, welcomed everyone with a, with a funny joke. He says, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Breeze Airways, where we're traveling to you know, Cancun with a stop in Aruba. And he was you know, being playful. And he goes, and everyone's laughing and giggling. He said, no kidding. He said, I just want to apologize. We were really hoping to take off on time. He explained the situation with the oil. And he says, because they were delayed in doing it, we didn't get to do our final checks of the plane. Safety first, right? So when you hear that someone has to do a check, we're not talking about you know, a piece of paper that we're gonna do a checklist on. We are talking about a fine machine airplane that needs a full system check. So you know right off the bat, it's not gonna be a five minute thing. So right before that occurred, this couple comes on board and he was already, you just, you know when you look at someone and you know they're just grumpy. And so he was just, he had that grumpy look in there and they sit behind me. And the F-bombs start flying because he was very upset that the seat was in the straight up position, which anyone that flies, basic flying 101, your seat has to be in the sit up position all the way up for takeoff and landing. But of course, once you get to that, you know, once you've already taken off, hit the recliner button and you can, you can recline. So he was just going, he goes, I am not going to sit in this seat for three and a half hours, which is actually two hours and 18 minutes, uh, you know, in this position. And he just would not let up. Not, he just, you know, like kicking the seat, like, like, like acting like a child. So I kindly turned around and said, oh, I'm, maybe you don't realize um, there is a recliner button. And I explained the situation. You only have to sit upright just for the takeoff and landing. You'll be fine once you get near, just hit that button. And I thought, okay, you know, I'm being kind, passing some good information on. Maybe that'll calm, calm this person down. Well, then it was, you know, he's just like, what kind of airlines is this? Why are we waiting? And he was not listening to the pilot at all. Uh, he called the pilot for a few choice words. Um, he said, this is BS. They was just going on and on and on. And I had this cute little woman, woman sitting next to me. She goes, my, is he, you know, really feisty this morning? And I said, well, you know, some people just don't always wake up on the right side of the bed. So again, trying to put those positive vibes out there. He just wouldn't, wouldn't stop. So then obviously I knew when he said full system check, it wasn't going to be 10 minutes. It's probably going to be a good half hour to 40 minutes. Because And he did, he explained it. You're going to see the lights going on. You're going to see the air conditioning going on. You know, you've got all these things going on. Don't be alarmed, but we've got to do this. Normally we do this before you're even on board, but we're trying to expedite it as soon as we can. And once we're done, we didn't want to wait then for the boarding process. You know, we wanted to just get get on, you know, get going. So I understood his rationale. Most, most people did. Most people were very patient. So, you know, as time goes on, he's just like, this is ridiculous. He said it was going to be a couple minutes, which of course, the pilot never said that, and he would not stop. So this went on for the entire time. 
We finally take off. Uh, he was, you know, arguing about something else. And again, just not, just not a happy person. So I kind of blocked out the noise. Long story short, flight goes in. We get in a little bit later. Not a big deal. Maybe about an hour and 10 minutes later. So again, there's protocols when you fly. The, the rows in front of you get out first. You allow them to get their bags down. Now, in this case, with this particular Airbus, they call it an airplane, my carry-on luggage, besides my personal item that was under the seat, was two seats in front of me because the row that I was in had all the emergency supplies. So you couldn't put your suitcase in there. The ones in front of me, directly in front of me, the spaces were already taken. So the flight attendant, sweetheart, said, no, no, we'll put it up to up. No problem. So I got my personal item from under the seat. So now I'm, you know, clear to go. It's my row. So I go two rows up to, to, you know, in the process of opening, you know, it was already open, but pull my carry carry on off the, the very top. And the couple behind me literally plows into me. We got to get by. And they pushed me, literally pushed me. Um, I almost fall into the seat. It, well, before that, right before that happens, I said, excuse me, like, it's polite. You just wait for the person to grab their bag and we got to get off. And they were just, you know, that's still that miserable selves that they were, uh, and, and, and push me now again, I, I didn't get hurt. Nothing like that. You know, sadly, a, a few things fell out of my bag and I'm like, Oh my God. So I'm apologizing to the people behind me. And they're like, no, no, it's okay. They were so rude. And they rushed off, you know, in their, in their way. And only, <laughs> Because, you know, it's Vero Beach. You're going to a smaller airport. You know, we have one gate. They rushed off in such a hurry to get their bags that they now had to wait for. So I, I endured like a lot of nonsense from this crazy couple. And I thought there's two ways. You know, I can be sweet as pie or I could be polite but firm. So I get off the plane and there they are you know, huffing and puffing and the miserable look on their face. I said, so with all the anger, with all your swearing, with all your mean spirit and what you just did, and now you're waiting, how'd that work out for you? <laughs> and I walked away. You know, I, I understand with the traveling thing, you know, we've, we've all been in situations where, like who really likes to wait? Oh, I love to wait. No, we don't. But there's a thing called patience. There's a thing called common courtesy. And, you know, just take a deep breath. And, you know, it's unfortunate that that happened, but I think you handled it um, very eloquently. Um, I, I did swear under my breath. I'm not going to lie. I called him, you know, the a-hole under my breath. Like, and I, you know, he might've heard me, he might've, but I, you know, at that moment, and, the, and I, I said a play, you know, I'm like, asshole, you know, one of those things, because he really truly was an ass. He, he like, like you said, pack your patience and kindness. A lot of this stuff is out of our control. Right. Right. Like take a deep breath. Like, yeah, it's frustrating. Now we got to wait. Like what the hell? I, I get it. Nobody likes to wait, but it's not within your control. No. no. So, you know, when I say to somebody like that, uh, I heard a great uh, meme. You know, I read a great meme. I didn't hear it. I read a great meme the other day. And I, and I don't know exactly what it was, but it basically said, you know, when somebody treats you terribly, 
it's not so much the anger or the hostility or whatever that, that they're uh, towards you in the sense of that it's your fault. It's more something internal. And I'm totally butchering what it said. That was that was just the meaning. And I took all the heart to that because we talk about that when today is a day that we celebrate our wins, we celebrate, you know, our hard work that we've done all week long, you know, with our, you know, triumphing over our mindset, our wealth wellness Wednesday, uh, trending through all these different things, these different pieces to the puzzle of our journey each week. And, you know, you, you do wonder, you start to scratch your head, look, why is this person so mean or angry? And I think we could all say that we've always been in that position where you feel hurt or sad or even angry, you know, that you've been treated in such a hostile way would be the the word I would describe yesterday. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, his demeanor was, and and even his wife's was already, that demeanor was already present, you know, as who they are as people. And you have, so you, you know that, okay, you're just kind of like the punching bag for their internal anger or sadness or whatever they're going through, you know? So at the end of the day, after, you know, I said what I had to say and I like mumbled that he was an ass because he was uh, at the end of the day, I, I pray for people like that. Cause I can't imagine being that miserable. Like there's so many beautiful things about our world. Yeah. There's a lot of stressful things about our world. You know, we we're, we're, Constantly on the move, constantly on the run, constantly stressed, you know, always trying to add more than 24 hours in our day, which, you know, I'm guilty of that. But at the end of the day, we have so many blessings. So, you know, as much as I was mad at his, I was not mad at him as a person, more as a, his behavior, but I don't know. I'm not walking in his shoes. I don't know what his story is and why he's that miserable. So I guess at the end of the day, I, when you're dealing with somebody like that, you just got to pray for him. Because what else are you supposed to do? Oh, it, exactly. I mean, um, and I thought, you know, this goes back to, um, gosh, a couple of years ago when I was in the grocery store, Big Bertha. Yes. Well, we'll get, and I haven't seen her in a couple of years. Well, <laughs> I was at Stop and Shop, I don't know, a week and a half ago. And I, I see her with a guy. She's lost some weight. She looks good. Awesome. But she still has a big old ass. <laughs> well, and that type, you know, talking about, you know, we don't know what people's stories are. Right. And there was so always so much anger in, in this person. And I thought, I remember saying to myself, just what you were saying, I'm going to say a prayer for her because yeah, she's very mean-spirited. She's very rude. She's very abrupt, but that's someone that needs a re- needs someone to put in a good prayer for them. Right. And I think, you know, we can dance around it, laugh about it, get mad about it, argue about it, whatever, but then does it resolve anything? No. And I go back to, you know, that internal piece to that person that's that you know, are they celebrating themselves today? Are they actually looking in the mirror? I mean, if I was that, I mean, I would feel so bad if I acted that mean to someone. And then, you know, here it is Friday, Fantabulous Friday. And I, you know, always look at myself in the mirror, not just obviously to celebrate our wins on Friday, but also could I have done better? You know, I, I have an accountability 
to the reflection in the mirror. I couldn't look at myself in the mirror knowing I was that vicious and that mean to somebody because who does it serve at the end of the day? Who does it? It's a number one, it's a reflection of that person regardless of what they're going through. And I think people need to realize that your own internal struggles are very real and they have to be validated. But if you're not doing, taking the step forward to get that win, to solve that internal struggle, you're, you're missing the mark on life. You're missing the mark on humanity and understanding that we do have a responsibility to self-check, kind of do a systems check, not just on the airplane, but within ourselves on how we can do better and why am I, what is that struggle, that internal struggle that I'm so upset with myself? Am I angry because I fell off the wagon with my lifestyle that I'm working so hard to achieve? Did I, you know, have something so traumatic that happened to me that it's now impacting how I treat other people? And so that tells me, that's like a wake-up call to say, I need to deal with that issue. I need to like, for once and for all, put that in the graveyard, get rid of it, you know, write it down, burn it, go seek help, go ask for help. You know, if you don't even know what direction and how to, you know, get rid of all this that you're feeling, this internal anger. So I, I think more people need to do a self-system check on themselves and say, how can I do better? And if I'm not, let me go ask a question. Let me go ask somebody that I'm connected to. Look at, um, I'm going to be really real. I feel like shit. I feel like crap. I'm always angry. I have no patience. I'm mean-spirited. I don't want to be that way anymore. Can you help me? Can you help me get in that right direction? And I think a lot of people may think there's a stigma to asking for help or if they ask for help, that puts them in a vulnerable position because then they realize there's something really wrong with them. Meaning when I say something really wrong with them, that work that needs to be done to make them be a better human being. A lot of people don't want to do that because guess what? That, that takes accountability. That takes that hard conversation with yourself, the, the reflection in the mirror. And a lot of people don't want to like, they don't want to look, they rather like look to other things to blame than look within. Well, that is so true. I mean, I think we know certain people in our lives that, you know, they're looking in the mirror and perhaps the mirror has cracked, but they can't come to the realization that, you know, what their part may have been in whatever. And, you know, and all I hope for someone like that is, you know, that they have a happy and healthy life and look within themselves, have love for yourself first. Because right. that's really where, where <laughs> excuse me, that's really where it starts. Absolutely. So it is Fantabulous Friday, and we want to make sure that we are celebrating our wins. So I think, you know, uh, I'm celebrating get, getting out of that plane <laughs> with, with not the anticipated frustration that m- many, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie, Brute, the actual action of him, like nudging me and, you know, pushing through through me uh, bothered me because obviously, you know, he's in my space and he physically pushed me, uh, nudged me, whatever you want to call it. I didn't go flying. So I want to make sure, you know, people understand that, but you know, you, you, you're startled when you're not expecting someone to do that. So I, I was discombobulated so much so 
that John had said, oh, I'm waiting at the terminal. But he didn't say I'm waiting at the terminal. Like I, I parked the car, like I'm in front of the terminal with the car. So I'm like discombobulated from what occurred, uh, you know, a little upset. And I was just like, I look like a lost puppy trying to find my husband. Finally realized, okay, maybe he meant outside of the terminal. Like I, you know, so you triumph over that. But, you know, it's fantastic Friday. You still have to find your wins, you know, and what did you triumph over? Did you work harder at something that you never thought you could accomplish? Did you check some of those small stones, those stepping stones to those bigger goals? And we hope you have that conversation in the mirror because you deserve that. You deserve to pat yourself on the back and say, I did a good job. And, you know, maybe I didn't accomplish everything, but, you know, I, I took the first step. Those are all wins, don't you think, Jan? Oh, absolutely. Celebrate those wins. Those are the stepping stones. And you know what? It's okay to stub your toe every now and then, but, you know, keep that keep that momentum going and you know journal it out we always talk about journaling pen to paper mm -hmm. uh, there's really you'd be amazed that when you go back and look at maybe something that you wrote a month ago a week ago whatever it is and say <clears throat> wow okay I was this is what was happening but look at what I've achieved like I'm so proud of that and exactly. so and it's St. Patty's Day. So today's a day to, you know, everyone is Irish on St. Patty's Day, regardless of your heritage. You know, get get your, uh, you know, green drink on. And guess what? It could be a healthy green drink. I'm going to be drinking some Boost today, which is all my greens and my fruits, which is a great way, especially if you can't get all your fruits and veggies in. Um, and that's one of our plus line products with Lavelle. We love that. And it fits because it's green. So I'm going to be drinking some some healthy stuff. John is, you know, in full training mode. We are down to, uh, you know, the final countdown to 2023 Pocahontas, Pocahontas Classic Pickleball Tournament, which I believe are up to about 506 athletes. So if you could see my office, it's, uh, you know, I got medals, I got stuff for the swag bags. It's a little disorganized when I look around. So it's driving me a little cuckoo, but, you know, we're getting there. Um, I've got, I'm working on painting uh, the award stands that we had made and getting those all organized. So a lot of stuff's going on. So St. Patty's Day is a day to have a little fun. Don't overdo it. Uh, but yes, have your green shamrock specialty drink that you want. Uh, I always carry, I'm not going to be drinking my boost. I do carry a green dye with me. And most people that know me know that I always have some sort of green beverage, uh, healthy always yeah i even have my boost a teeny bit of little tino's in it but you know uh you know get that get get your shamrock on however you get it get it on it doesn't you know again it could be a nice healthy drink heck it could be a bottle of water with some green dye in it you know nothing wrong with that absolutely and on that note of course uh we need to come up with the question of the day question of the day how do you get your green on Oh, I like that. Mm -hmm. How do you get your green on? I've shared mine. I'm going to add some boost. Well, and I, I'll, and I probably will put a little dye in my. Oh, the thing about the dye for those that do like me, uh, be careful how much dye you put into your. Uh, I always go back to the story years ago, and I always say, gosh, probably 30 years ago at least, uh, Nancy and I went out. Uh, and of course, we were 
drinking some 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 light beer because uh, we're not real big big beer beer drinkers anymore. And um, so I kept putting the dye in. And so the next day she said, "How much dye did you put it?" Like the whole week, she said, "I just got green coming out of." So be careful how much dye you put into your beverage. That's all. Hmm. And of course, we will be on tomorrow, Sailing Saturday, celebrating our 600th episode. We're technically not at 600 yet. We're a few away, but we are going to celebrate and we have an amazing lineup for you. It's an all woman star cast tomorrow. Um, very small but very mighty so excuse me we're really excited about that we will be on at 2 p.m eastern 11 a.m pacific time so you know come and join the fun um on the two sisters facebook page and for now happy saint patty's day fantabulous friday celebrate those wins my name is janice aka wellness diva 5.0 and i'm with two Sisters, and this is Carol through AKA Naughty Boss, going to get her green on. We hope you do have a safe, happy, and health. Hydrate, Shamrock Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow for our 600th episode celebration. About to be. <laughs> yeah. Take care, everyone. Bye bye.